1: You're listening to Griefcast with me, Carrie Adloyd. How do we actually grieve for someone? How does it change and evolve as we get older? My dad died when I was 15 and it took me many, many years to be able to express what I had gone through. So I decided to create Griefcast, a chance to talk, share and laugh about the weirdness of grief, death, pain and agony, but with comedians. So it's not that depressing, I promise. It's bleak, but you'll laugh as well, which for me is a perfect night in. Each week on GriefCast, I talk to a different comedian about their own personal experience of grief, as we remember someone special that they had lost along the way. It's not easy to talk about death, but it does help if you've chosen a career designed to hide your true feelings about anything emotional. Whether it was long ago or you've just lost someone, We've crossed a chance to talk about the peculiar human process of death.
2: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the
2: original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Thank you so much for downloading Griefcast. Please do subscribe on iTunes or on the a- Acast. cast App, however you say it, Acast. Um, and if you like the podcast, please do rate and review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Griefcast or on Instagram forward slash The Griefcast because you are not alone. This week I'm talking to Amy Hoggett. Amy is a comedian and writer. She starred as Poppy Carlton in the faux reality show Almost Royal and has recently become a correspondent for the excellent Full Frontal with Samantha B. Amy came to talk to me about her dad, Simon Hoggart, who died of cancer in 2014.
1: Hello, welcome to Griefcast. I'm here today with writer, actress, comedian. That's all of those things, right? That's fair, isn't it? Yep. I'll go with that. <laughs> go with that. Um Amy Hoggart. Sorry, I always do that to everybody because I, I think everyone I interview, is like there's so many yeah. things. And then I think, Oh, do you do you like that many descriptions? Some people get like quite uncomfortable as I start listening. I didn't more. enjoy hearing it. Yeah,
0: no one does. <laughs> no one does, but I I as a teacher, I but you a are a
1: writer, actress and comedian. It's
0: really bad, though, because if someone asks me what I do for a living, I yeah. just wriggle away, or I say something like oh, I work in comedy or something. I don't know. But
2: it's so... Because
1: I've had it with so many people on the show, and you are a writer an actress, yeah. and actress and comedian. Or
0: well, but you feel like if it's a, an artsy job that you're...
1: Uh,
0: at what point can you call yourself that? And if you've yeah. been paid to do it, but you might never work again, so what if this <laughs> is literally the last day that I ever do anything in that area again. And so then, it's
1: true for this moment.
0: Yeah. I'll commit to that right now and yeah. then reassess.
1: Yeah, we we'll reassess tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Amy Hoggart, performer. Once.
0: <laughs>
1: Once now. Once writer, yeah. actress. But then you might just, you could only lose one of them for like a week.
0: Yeah. I'm happy that you said it. So it's <laughs> what do you say you do? Oh
1: yeah, no. So, Amy, <laughs> thank you for coming. Today. Thank you for having me. Uh, who are we remembering today? My dad. Your dad. Yeah. Uh, What's your dad's name? Simon. Simon Hoggart, who was, of course, a broadcaster, writer, <laughs> yeah, comedian again. himself. When did your dad pass away? He died January 2014. Oh, wow. So you've just had your anniversary. Three years, Three yeah. Year anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. which we... How which was... sounds very romantic, but I'll <laughs> tell you it wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It's because yeah. <laughs> I, I always am very... Interested in the anniversary, obviously, because it's. for I think if you haven't experienced a lot of grief, people yeah. don't realize that you have this big day. This big yeah. day, yeah. How was your three years? Was it
0: three years? Was it's funny because my mother puts a lot of emphasis on anniversaries, mm. so it's. But there are so many anniversaries as like, when he got diagnosed or oh, when wow. you got told, or, but they're just na- naturally are or like yeah. his birthday or there's just it feels like there are markers throughout the year and I try. Not to think about it too much, because it just creeps up when it creeps up. Yeah. But on the actual anniversary, we all went for dinner. But we went, so me and my mum and brother, we went for dinner. But we ended up at this like quite hit place by accident. We went to Caravan and King's Cross. It's oh. just loads of art students yeah, and yeah. really loud music. And <laughs> I was like, you know, she's gonna at one point like take everyone's hands and talk about like how he'd be so proud of us and stuff. So it was really. I felt really uncomfortable. Like, I can do that in the kitchen, but there are just loads of people with, like, sideways bowl haircuts, like, normal glasses staring at us.
1: So you had a slightly cool anniversary.
0: <laughs> we do. We're really cool. Yeah.
1: Three years is quite, I think, three years is quite tough because, obviously, one year is, is really hard. It's so mm. raw. Two years, like, is also hard. But I think three is when a lot of other people have forgotten as well. So you start moving yeah. into that weird space where maybe other people around you don't remember as much and...
0: Well, my, because my dad died at the beginning, it was January the 5th, so now the listeners can know <laughs> the date and remember with me, he, because he went into hospital at Christmas, yeah. everyone knows that Christmas and New Year are quite hard for me, so actually people are good in, the, in that sort of, that period. I've, we we timed it quite well in terms of people giving us attention.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I can't
0: take credit, but <laughs> yeah, people are really sensitive around me at that time. That
1: is quite good because you've got the Christmas, New Year, so people remember that anyway. Yeah, and then you can be like, oh, and it's his anniversary. Yeah, so
0: it's a big, big time for me. <laughs> big time, guys. And it's quite a slow time of year. Yeah, it's true. Not much yeah. going on. Yeah. That's- Again,
1: that's good. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you got to get something out of these things. Yeah. So, what did your dad die of? He had
0: pancreatic cancer, oh. which I, your dad had as yes, well. Yes, I know. It's I very rare.
1: Really rare. And when I I read your Guardian article about your dad, and this sounds awful, but people will understand. Like, I got a bit excited because I was like, Oh,
2: wow, pancreatic cancer?
1: Yeah, like, I did I it like, with oh, you.
2: Oh,
1: how excited? Yeah, it's like a weird like because there's the club anyway, Dead there's Parent a Club. Yeah. And then there are obviously subsections of the yeah, club. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, like, the cancer club or the heart attack it's club. the, pa- the
0: like, pa- dad or mum as yes, well. Definitely. And then what? Yeah. So we're in, I mean, we yeah. might be the only
1: members. Yeah. <laughs> very small. And pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Yeah, pancreatic cancer is, um oh it's horrid. I did not know. Well, what I've heard, again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> this is going on. <laughs> don't do yourself down. Yeah. We can add it to the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doctor, comedian, actor. Is that it's, the problem with pancreatic cancer is basically there's no symptoms. Yes, yeah. Oh, I, get, I get slightly, I don't know if you have this, jealous. So say somebody's parent died of, um... Like a heart attack or yeah, breast cancer, yeah. and they can be like, "Hey guys, you should check, make yeah, sure you yeah, do yeah. this." Whereas we can go, "Oh, I don't, I can't give any advice or there's nothing. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. There's no symptoms. It hasn't had its funding increased. Oh, what is? Hang on, let me get this right. It's one of the like the fifth largest causes of death of cancer. So it's really high what? up. Yes, really? yeah. Oh, I,
0: because there's no funding. There's no for funding for research. So yeah. you've got a really Low survival. Yeah,
1: and it, survival rate hasn't changed since something like 1950s, where if you look at something no like breast cancer yeah, yeah. or um, like liver cancer or anything yeah. else, because they're sort of more obvious. Yeah, Basically, there's sexy cancers.
0: That's what my mum says, yeah, sexy and cancers. And there's pancreatic. She says that about breast cancer, and I first yeah. misinterpreted her. <laughs> I was like, you can't say that.
1: But it's true. Yeah. I, I did a fundraiser for... The, which I haven't talked about actually the Pancreatic Cancer Research Fund so oh, PCRF yeah and that's when I found out loads more that's the re- only reason I know all this great facts yeah and they were based like the funding hasn't changed since the 1950s and Shit. and the survival rate oh, I'm I'll double-check these facts yeah. when I edit this podcast and put the right ones an in. an that sounds a bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so here are the actual facts. Pancreatic cancer is the fifth most common cause of cancer deaths. It has the lowest survival rate of all cancers, and it is the only cancer that has seen no improvement in this for 40 years. It also only receives 1% of research funding from the major funding bodies. For more information, see the PCRF, Pancreatic Cancer Research Fund, or the PCUK, Pancreatic Cancer United Kingdom, for advice you can fundraise or donate back to Amy.
1: We didn't find out until it had spread. Yeah, my dad's had spread. He had stomach
0: problems and kept going to the doctors, and they didn't pick it up, uh, and then eventually he had a proper diagnosis, and it had spread already to the spleen. And so he knew it was terminal yeah. from the get-go, but ours was a, an odd experience because, for pancreatic, because he said, it's terminal, and, and I've got months. And actually, he survived another three and a half years. Yeah,
1: which I wanted to talk to you about. Because yeah, I was like, it's because because pancreatic cancer is one is so awful, yeah. and two you don't normally discover it till so it's spread. Yeah. So my dad had liver cancer. That's what they thought it was first oh. of all. He went literally yellow. <gasps> and then they were like, "Oh, it's liver cancer." And then they went, "Oh, it's pancreatic." Actually, it's obviously been here longer than yeah. we realise. Now it's, you've got no time oh at all. So that's normally what happens with pancreatic. Yeah. Is you just it's It doesn't show its face until it's popped up somewhere else. But your dad survived for another three and a half years. That's amazing. But it
0: wasn't... It's not a great. The reason is because... <laughs> it's like the second thing they said, my parents said, when they told me, they were like, like you know, it's cancer and it's terminal. And Because my, uh, my dad wrote for The Guardian and they covered his health insurance. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So I've got these quite lofty... Left-wing views. So, <laughs> really, the third thing my mum said was, "He's having private healthcare, and we're not going to discuss it, Amy." And I was just like, "Okay." She's like, "No judgment." So, he got private health. Yeah, great. cover, and they were using treatments that were so new they'd only been tested in France, not even in the UK. Wow! So the NHS couldn't offer it. Yeah, yeah. But it was so new and great that it kept him alive for a lot longer, and. He was really like the poster boy for it for a while, and they used to use his scams at conferences and his doctors at the he's at the Royal Marsden. They were like traveling around with like talking about it, and he was really <laughs> roll up, <proud>. roll up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell you about the story. Oh my god! Yeah, so we were always really grateful for, for that because we had yeah. all this extra time, and he worked till a few weeks before. Wow! Um, and yeah, I think it, I, a lot of people. I think when you get a diagnosis of a terminal illness you start grieving immediately so actually by the time he died I'd kind of been already coping with the loss Mm. for this time so actually it was a hellish three and a half years but
1: did he get very sick during those three and a half years or did it kind of stay quite the same for a while
0: it was because it's funny with cancer because it's the chemo or radiation that makes you ill yeah not
1: the cancer yeah
0: and I don't think it didn't Make him feel as bad as other people he used to get be feel really sick for certain days of the cycle of mm. treatment, and that was very hard, and he'd get very low, but then it would be fine later on. but then my boyfriend at the time, his mother had had it, and she'd she'd recovered, but her chemo symptoms were so so awful she yeah. would just throw up for two weeks and God. yeah, I mean he was relatively lucky in in some respects um yeah, but he, he carried on working in a way that other people just simply couldn't, so yeah. he clearly wasn't...
1: And so they gave him this, you know, new, exciting treatment, and yeah. then what happened towards the end? Did it sort of just had spread so much that it just...
0: I think the treatment stopped working uh. the summer before he died. The, it, the results were getting less and less impressive, and then at one point they said, I think we're going to need to swap treatments, and then eventually they had to just stop doing anything. It just got... Your whole... Your whole body just packs in. Like, mm. he was getting symptoms all around his body that were technically nothing to do with the cancer, but it's yeah. just your immune system just going. Yeah, so eventually it just stopped, which we always knew would happen.
1: So um, it kind of just bought him that magic. Yeah. Tip. That's amazing. Yeah. Patrick Swayze, also in the pan- pancreatic cancer club. Yeah,
0: and thinking about Jobs, I think. Steve Jobs had it. Yes, someone yeah. else me that. He treated it naturally. No. So this is the thing is that, like... <laughs> I you, didn't know that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know about you, but when my dad got diagnosed, I, like, I researched a lot, and a lot of what was coming up was people who were refusing yeah, medical treatment. They were doing, like, Gearson therapy, and and I got quite into it. But then the person whose blog I followed died of cancer, and her mother died of cancer as well. So I'm really happy I didn't persuade my dad <laughs> I mean, I suppose you don't, anyway, so just thinking that doesn't make any sense. I got really into, like, I bought him a juicer and uh, juiced yeah. him stuff and did all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff online
1: about that. There's so much stuff. I mean, it's difficult. So, I was 15, so this was before the internet, really. Yeah. Like, I think it just existed, but you couldn't Google stuff and be like, oh, what should we do? Yeah. Which, in a way, is good, because you can't, you can't know, you don't yeah. know. But my dad got really into, um, my parents are big hippies. Anyway, so they were you. Know, there was lots of like Reiki healing, Chinese oh, herbs, yeah, yeah. along with the wow, chemo. Yeah, and I remember the Chinese herbs being just the most disgusting. Oh no,
2: what were oh, you drinking? It as no, well? just the
1: smell. He used to like you no. had to boil them up in the kitchen, oh. and they and it would produce this like brown liquid, and he would drink it. And I remember him, even him drinking it, like trying not to be sick. And but I do think I'm sort of pro all that alternative stuff because I think yeah. well, but I'm sort of pro. With, along In with the chemo. With, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? I think it? don't walk away from the big drugs. It's very brave. Yeah. If, if it works, great. If it doesn't, it's a big risk. Isn't yeah, it?
0: and it seems, I suppose if you've got family as well, I mean, I don't think my family, my dad was not a hippie. Mm. He would drink his juice while, like, holding his nose and then he'd have, like, a fry-up and loads of wine for lunch <laughs> with his colleagues. But I think that the doctors always said to him, well-being is really essential, like, like, have a good life, that will help you. So I think the alternative stuff probably does help in a way because it keeps you feeling like you're doing something for yourself.
1: So were you with him when he actually died? The week
0: before he died, it was New Year's Eve, so that's why there's another big... There's just so many big days. They said he's probably got very little time, like, you might want to stay over tonight. But then he survived till the 5th. So we'd actually moved in and... So was
1: this in the hospital this or This was in the hospital, the hospital. yeah, he yeah. hadn't
0: moved. And I kept calling it the hotel, and that gives you, like, an inkling of what the experience was like. We just lived there, yeah. and every night they would just give us a bed and we'd have shifts, so someone was always with him. And my mum and brother were with him, and I wasn't, because we, I'd pop out for walks yeah, and stuff. Yeah, of course, of course. But I had my phone my headphones plugged in but I wasn't listening to anything so I suddenly looked down at my phone I had 17 missed calls from my brother and I was like oh shit and then I just knew and went back um but so a big part of me feels guilt that I wasn't there but at the same time it was very rare that the three of us were there it was normally two or one and then
1: yeah how do you feel about that now do you still feel bad or do you feel like you've forgiven you know you've you shouldn't feel guilty, yeah. but I know that you, I understand you. You feel guilty for the most insane things when somebody's died. I still feel guilty. Actually, the thing that I, I hate saying and I haven't actually really
0: set, told people, apart from my mum and brother, is I was in a shop returning something, and that makes me feel really weird. Because what happened was I got I got the missed calls and I didn't know what to do, and I went to the tills and returned it, even though I didn't care. And as the it's such a weird think as the person was serving me, I kept thinking, my dad just died, my dad just died. And they were, and I didn't know what, what to do. Oh God, yeah. And I thought, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm at the tills. But, and, I, and then I went, and then I got a taxi back to the um, hospital because I was, I don't know, walk away. And then I kept, th- and then the, it was one of those really chatty cabbies. And I just oh, kept thinking, God. my dad's died, my dad's died. And then I got that. And I think the guilt of being in a shop um, and I've got all sorts of, like, guilt about buying things anyway and, like, shopping, so <laughs> it just feels... And I remember talking to my mum and brother about my guilt and the way that they responded was so quick that they'd clearly been thinking about me feeling guilty as though either, oh, Amy's going to feel guilty or she should feel guilty will reassure
1: her that... I think... I mean, I so it's so hard. I don't think you should feel guilty at all. I have experience with a friend who his mum was very sick and he left the room mm-hmm. and again went for a walk because he just yeah. couldn't handle it Yeah, and she died and he fell I remember talking to him about it and he was like I, I, why did I and I was like you, the pressure that you're under yeah. in those situations, I think you have to think your, you, you know, the parent yeah. would want you to go and get some. He wanted me to get the money back for the <laughs> cardigan, <laughs> okay. which wasn't even good
0: quality. It was and some also, acrylic.
1: I think it's really hard to judge yourself. Like, yeah. You, yeah, I think you have to think. If a friend told you that story, you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, don't be silly." You, you were yeah. just in shock. And when stuff like that happens, I remember. My dad was in a hospice, and I was outside having a cigarette. Really? Yeah, you should feel right. <laughs> um, Yeah. Really? I know, so I was, I was with him. We went back when yeah. he died, but I was... At one point, I was outside having a fag, and I remember telling someone that, and they weren't very... They were like, I can't believe you were smoking. <gasps> no. Like it was, you know, along... I was a teenager, and uh, they obviously weren't very... Actually, it was a teacher. I remember thinking at the time, I just said... <laughs> You know what? Let's be honest. I told this teacher, oh, I was smoking when my dad was in the in hospice. And she was like, oh, that, like, that's ridiculous. There's your father dying of cancer and there's you smoking. And I said, come back to me when your dad's dying of cancer yeah. and tell me what you would do.
0: That's so audacious. Yeah,
1: but I think people are when... She obviously had no experience of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've never had anyone say anything. I would not take that very well.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. is like, you do all sorts of strange things. when, And especially if you'd been there for a week or, you know, five days. We'd been there for so long. And I did
0: know it's highly likely. Yeah, yeah. We'd normally nip out once a day each. And I would go, because he was in South Kensington. So I would go up to Hyde Park or sometimes to the Natural History Museum. And I kind of wish it had happened when I was there because there like, <laughs> better things to say.
1: Um, yeah, that would it would have a more romantic view. Yeah. About it, because I was looking at the dinosaurs. Yeah, I and-
0: was standing under a carcass <laughs> of brontosaurus, but I I I think I knew that something would happen, yeah. and and for for five days we were expecting any minute now. So, yeah,
1: you've just reminded me. Oh, this is a real sharing. I admitted about the condoms. Yeah. Really bad. I um. Oh, this is really bad. My mother-in-law was really sick, and we knew she was going. And I was, I was really struck. Oh, god, I feel so awful. I was really struggling to deal with it. Just again, she'd been very sick for a long time. Yeah. What did she? She had cancer yeah. as well, and they'd been caring for her for a long time. And my husband was at the house, her house, and I was at our home, and I was supposed to go round there. Yeah. <sighs> i was going around there but i just thought to myself you know what i can't face it i'm going to finish reading the hunger games (laughs) i'm going to finish this book yeah because i was obsessively reading the hunger i think i was on book three actually i think it was like you know it was the end and i thought i'm just gonna read this because i just can't i can't get out of bed yet and do it yet i need some and then they rang were like oh it happened this morning and i felt again you feel so yeah it's like i should have got up an hour if I've got up and out, hearing earlier, it, I'm saying no. Don't feel yes, guilty. Okay. I understand that you do, yeah. but, but when it's you, yeah. you feel like. And I remember at the time thinking, like, what are you doing? But I do think it's also a bit of survival. Like, part of your brain yeah. is like, you're not ready. You you can't cope with that right now. You need to be in a shop buying a cardigan. That's actually probably the best place for you. Or reading a book. Like, just
0: yeah, you your, need yeah, definitely. And that just will not affect their death in any way. Yeah. It just won't. Yeah. I don't even think my dad knew... He definitely didn't know how there for him we were.
1: Yeah, my dad didn't, definitely. Especially towards the end. Like, he had no clue who was in the room. No. I think he he seemed to be aware of my mum. But, like, me and my... Again, I have a brother as well. Is your brother older or younger? Younger. Oh, older. And I think he definitely didn't... I don't think he was really aware that me and my brother were there, particularly.
0: But it's funny, because you want, like, you want... I don't want recognition, but I kind of... I I think my dad, for a cancer sufferer, had the ideal death of your loyal family there Ooh. till the end. It's almost Victorian or something. But he just didn't know. Like, yeah. you, you think, oh, I just want to die in my bed surrounded by people who love me. He basically had that and just... I went, and actually got annoyed with us because on New Year's Eve when we moved in, we didn't really realise that's what was happening. But we... Because it was at Christmas and he's in hospital for ages and we're quite a sort of... The hoggets will have a good time, Harriet. So we were like, and we were kind of known in the hospital for it. We'd bring, like, food and drinks in. Yeah, we had Christmas Eve, like, presents. Yeah. The d- nurses would come and be like, oh, it's a party. We'd be like, welcome. <laughs> but on New Year's Eve, I think we got, like, a takeaway and we were watching Modern Family. And my dad was, and we were like, Dad, we're going to stay. And he's like, I don't, like, you have to go. Because we were too loud. He was oh, like, just yeah. go, like, please leave. <laughs> and we were all like, oh, but we're here for you, like, I love you so much, and he was like, you, like, just get out. Just give me some peace. Yeah, um, so, I mean, we just left, the, so me and my brother left the room, but, but I don't think, yeah, he really knew.
1: Those that. last few days, I think, yeah, yeah. really, it, it it disappears, doesn't it? Like, it's just, yeah. they can't, you, you know, someone is dying, they can't really, but it's so important that you, you know you are there and you were yeah. there so you got back in the cab and went back there
0: I went back to the hospital and he was there and did you see him? yeah I did see him and that was quite shocking because I've never seen a dead person before um,
1: yeah. sorry I'm no, that no that's much. okay
0: but the bit that I found interesting was that oh, I'm really self conscious um, that we there was quite a lot of shame attached to it because mm. it's a dead body and my dad was like Yellow and I had oh, like yes. he looked sunk. He looked like a you know like a drawing of a dead body, and my aunt came. Well, it's my aunt's my mum's sister, and she's a nurse, and she'd come from Scotland, and she'd sort of sensed it was a it was weird timing. She was on the train when he died, about to come to see us, and she came straight in, and we were like, oh, don't don't come in. It felt like embarrassing, and mm. she just went straight in, and that felt so amazing that another human. Like it was just na- It just felt natural. Like it yeah. wasn't. And I think we're funny about death. We don't see it. We put makeup on dead bodies and try and make them look alive. And y- you know, the fact that having someone else see it, it's just it's just a dead body. It's yeah. really natural. Did really reassure me.
1: Did but you feel, I, The thing I know is like it's like there's a sort of a spell, isn't there? It's like time has stopped yeah. around this you and the person. And then when everybody else comes in, you sort of go, oh, oh, right. I see life is going to be like this. Yeah, it's going to carry on. It's just carrying but on. But that weird moment when it's you and, yeah, your dead father, and it's just like, it's so still and so weird. Yeah. And yeah it's really... I know, that was the first... Yeah, that was the first dead body. I've seen, I've seen some more since then. Have you? Yeah. Ooh. But that was the first. My dad was the first. And it is the strangest... Yeah. It's the strangest thing. Especially, obviously, it's your, you know, it's your parents. Yeah. <laughs> so. But they don't
0: look like them. My right. dad didn't look... And then because a weird experience for me was that... So my dad is a journalist, and he wasn't famous at all, but he was very slight in the public eye, and it was a slow news week. And so it was in the news the next oh, day. Oh, wow. I mean, we were really sensitive to it, but it felt like it was everywhere. Yeah. And it, he was... There were pictures of him, and he used to be quite chubby, and he was always laughing and everything. And was, suddenly we would give lots of images of him. It was almost unrecognisable, because that's oh, not God. who we'd been with yeah. for ages. And it was actually quite nice to see that no one else will ever know, really yeah. what it what it what it was like at the end. But yeah, the next day we were full of like younger versions of him,
1: kind of everywhere. Yeah, how so, Not everywhere, but. did you sort of have to then read about about him? On I can't yeah. imagine. Was that or was it comforting in a way?
0: I actually I actually liked it because it wasn't. There are some bits I found hard. Like I had. A, st- a piece about him on radio for that I hadn't known was going to be on, mm. and I did not like hearing his voice, and that other people don't have to oh, deal with that. Yeah, yeah. And then we were watching the news and they reported it as just TV footage of him, and <gasps> like that was horrible. You don't, that's not normal to have.
1: So you're that. just, sorry, you're just sitting there listening to the radio and something, yeah. your dad's voice comes yeah. up with no and it warning. It still can
0: happen every now and then.
1: And oh my there's God, no, Amy, that's really hard. It's really horrible, and it
0: didn't happen, it doesn't really happen particularly anymore, but if, when, when, like, you know, last year when all the famous people were dying, I just sought for their families. Yeah. Can you imagine? You have no control. Unless you live in a bubble, you'll just hear them all the time. Mm-hmm. So that was hard, but the print versions, I found comforting. Yeah. And people, it meant that, like, it felt like other people missed him, which, obviously, not in the way that we did, but that, Felt special, like I I don't know. I liked it, but I also liked it. I don't really have to tell anyone. Like I told all my best friends. Uh, that's knew. True,
1: yeah. So everybody kind of knows. It's like Facebook,
0: it's yeah. Honestly, it's just done, and it means that people. I never. It's so rare that I had to say to someone, "Sorry, my dad's my dad's just died," or and everyone just knew. So just less admin. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> do you
1: ever listen to it? Because he used to host a show on Radio Four. Yeah, you? he used to host the news quiz, and no, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you ever? I do you have it? there so you could listen or you just yeah I think we've got loads of cassettes which I don't dig up but I know
0: I remember once because every now and then if I'm tired I don't really do it anymore but I used to part of my grief was like if I was drunk and I'd come home on my own I would sometimes like really indulge that and weirdly if I got really upset and called my brother high chances are he'd be doing the same thing at the same time and once I was in like San Francisco, and I'd gone out with friends and I was drunk and sad after. And my brother was in Costa Rica, we sound like brats, <laughs> but it just happened that way. And at the same time difference, we called each other wow. crying. But that's the time that I would be maybe looking him up and watching something to make myself cry. It's, I can't yeah.
1: imagine having the ability to be able to, to access that much. Do you not have any... Well, I was talking about this. We talk about this a lot because I'm, I'm the analogue age so the yeah. memories are not as accessible. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did a weird thing the other day. I googled him for the first really? time ever because I was like, I've never googled, and nothing came up. What did your dad do? He worked in PR and marketing. Yeah. And stuff, but it was all pre digital. Yeah, yeah. So his yeah. he his company didn't have a website. He there's no. i he wrote a couple of books. And I eventually oh. found the books on like they're on PR and marketing. Very exciting. But I was like, wow, and I. We talk about this a lot on GriefCast. People who are digital yeah. say to me, Oh, I've saved their text message or their WhatsApp. Yeah. I think it must be interesting. You can literally find footage of him yeah. very easily, whereas other people have said, Oh, there's a DVD, I might have to go and put it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's a really there's a really I don't know I don't know what the difference is, but there's like, yeah, the the analogue the analogue grievers That <laughs> like must we, be so different. Yeah. We have photo I have photos and a VHS. Yeah. So if I wanted to and, I have a, and I've talked about it before, I have a dictaphone recording of him. Oh, really? Which I now don't know how to play because okay, I can't find yeah. the old... It's like a tape dictaphone, you know, like really old school. I can't imagine what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, if someone has one, send it to me. So I think there's that thing of, like, the analogue grievers. Mm. It's... I don't know what... It's much harder for me to dig up those pictures than it would be for you to say you could just, like, you can go on YouTube or go on Radio yeah. 4. So maybe it's... I don't... I don't look at them so much because it's such a... Like, I'd have to go to my mum's house... Gut on a chair, get the box oh, down from the yeah. cupboard, find the photos. Like yeah, it'd be a real like it's palaver. It, it's just a click away, so it's yeah. more sort of tempting.
0: I think I'm more that like, desensitized to it. Uh, yeah, I think. probably.
1: But because it's so available. Yeah, it's so available. But I'm the same. If it was a click away, I'd be clicking. Like there's no way I wouldn't be clicking. Especially yeah. when you're sad. Like
0: it's all. This is a really weird comparison, but it's all almost like checking your exes online, you know, this is going to make me feel bad. I don't want to know. But you just sometimes do it, and it feels awful. But I wonder, like, because my dad wasn't on Twitter or Facebook or anything, and I I do wonder about the even more digital age of people who are... Oh, you could just go through their tweets and see what they
1: were thinking. What
0: photo they took of breakfast that morning or whatever. But, yeah, it's funny to have to deal with, like, the texts, or, like, I was deleting old... WhatsApp
1: conversations the other day because they do eat a lot of storage they on your phone. They eat so much storage. Insane. And then they always ask you, are you sure you want to delete it? He's like, like, yeah, I, don't I do. Of course I do. Yeah.
0: But I wouldn't delete my dad's no, my dad's yeah. ones. Yeah, you just think. And then they lose their phone number. There's just all sorts of bits around death that you don't really Oh yeah. think about. Do so you meet people who knew your
1: dad as well?
0: Yeah, and that's actually... A fu- and last week, or a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a radio play and the writer came up to me and said... She said, You know, I used to know your dad. And also, because my granddad was an academic and he had his moment. Like, he had his moment when his, book, his main book was everyone read it for a bit. And, and so she said, I knew your grand, you know, I read your granddad's stuff wow. as well. And he, so my dad's parents died a couple of months after he died.
2: Oh, so wow. they're
0: all linked in my head. And I was just about to go and record, so I was a bit emotional.
1: Yeah.
0: But I really like hearing it. I like anyone saying I don't know what it is but like even my if my dad's friends get upset or anything I I like it I like yeah. hearing that that he yeah but I think it's quite a brave thing to do and I remember someone else coming up to me and saying did your dad ever see this show that I'd done and and he said I really liked his work and I could tell he was so nervous and I was I always I reassure people that even if I get upset I really appreciate yeah, I
1: think it's comforting. Yeah. It is comforting. And I, I think it is brave for someone to say that to you. Yeah. Because it must be scary to say that to his daughter. But and you don't know the
0: reaction, like I could just burst into tears, but yeah. it is brave. And I think it's that you want your loved one remembered positively and yeah. like if people kept coming up to you saying, Oh I loved your dad's work in PR whatever, you'd you'd probably still feel like thank like thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's just that for me it's more likely to happen. So that's the flip side of all the people who lost, well, at, you know, the famous people last year.
1: Yeah, I suppose it's just, it's more present, isn't it? That's, yeah. It sort of keeps them present amongst you. So then, so his mum and dad were still alive when he... Yeah, but ended. they were so senile, they didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't know. But then they just died afterwards so that you don't... God, because that's just... In, so you had to go through that as well, like... Oh, yeah, it was you know. Real 2014 was like... It was just. Some years are just for fucking. I mean, that I know. was really. <laughs> I've like, really had bad. years where it's like, how many funerals are we going to?
0: Funerals and then the memorials. Oh, so we had two, three funerals, two memorials, and just a lot of. And I'm small, but I was very skinny at the time. Oh, so yeah. I kept having to buy black dresses, but I couldn't fit in anything, things in the shop. And I remember being like, you <laughs> know, High Street, like, I am such a. I am so. This is a really bad time for me. I'm like. So grieving and small, but I can't even find dresses <laughs> for my own relatives' funerals. Like,
1: just I remember getting nothing. quite excited when I found there was a year of like six funerals, and it was like when I found a good black dress, and I was like, I can
0: wear this next time. And you Wait. can recycle.
1: Oh, you totally can. I have a funeral dress which has yeah. come out so many times, <laughs> still works. I just and then you be like, oh, I can
0: nip that, like whip that one out. I did. I did bump into my dad's friends once when I was. I think it was the eve of, like, another memorial or funeral. And and they said, how are you doing? And I was like said that I got a funeral look down. And I meant, like, dress. and. But they thought I meant expression. <laughs> they were like, oh, what do you mean? And, I, and then I explained. But I love the thought that they <laughs> thought that I had, like, perfected my sad
1: face. I've got a really good sad face, guys. Yeah. It really makes me <laughs> look sad, but also
0: pretty. Yeah, so I, like, tilt at the right angle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the... Like the couple of days afterwards, that weird moment. So you obviously yeah. went back, you saw him. Yeah. Was it, how was that the first couple of days?
0: I can't really, I think it was, it was a funny one. I didn't have work or anything. My brother was the same. And my aunt, as I said, she came to live with us. So we were just very, we were just very looked after. Mm. And there was always there was people like nipping in. And I used to go and just, you know, put with tea and casseroles and stuff. And I used to go on these long walks. It was really beautiful weather. But it was quite a... I then had a job and I had to go... I was on the road for, like, a month, a few weeks after he died. Oh, wow. And that was... It was, in lots of ways, great, but in terms of my bereavement, like, hell on earth. Yeah. And I remember feeling, like, ripped from the womb because oh, at home yeah. I had just my family there and, like, really well-meaning neighbours and family friends just supporting you mm. and and like hugs on tap and then like I was just in a hotel on my own like you know quite yeah really sad for ages so it was quite a nice time in some respects
1: did, when you did the job did you talk about it or did you just keep quiet the job
0: people didn't really say anything mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the things where you I think they thought that would be easier for me and it just so happens that it isn't oh, It I, I like people it's to, ever easier but then the then one of the people working on that show lost someone the next season and didn't want to talk about it.
1: Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Because I just... Yeah, I suppose I come from a place... Maybe it's being a- actors of, like, let's talk. Yeah. And I, I I, think it's... I do find it hard when I I encounter people who don't want to talk about it, obviously, because I, yeah. I do a podcast about it. Yeah, yeah, you're like really I'm, into it. I'm big into talking <laughs> about it. And I do find it... And I've had to... That's a lesson I've had to learn of that people grieve dif- differently yeah. and it's, if they're not talking, they might be okay. But it's obviously I'm such a, yeah. such a school of like, but why wouldn't you? Yeah, and I suppose it is, it's hard when you think, I think it's hard when people don't talk to you because they think that's what you want. Like they're like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. doing you a favour and Just you're give like. give
0: me the option. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll shut you
1: down if it's. Yeah, yeah, I will say, oh, you know what, I don't want to yeah. talk about it right now. But if you don't ask me, I don't get to, and I guess you must have felt that weird feeling of like, I'm feeling all this stuff, but no one. No, it's and I felt like a bit sort of like damaged goods or a bit,
0: not dirty, I can't think of the right word, but like, all oh, stay away from Amy. Like, I had yeah. this sort of shameful thing. So, yeah, I definitely prefer talking about it. And if I hear that someone else has lost someone, I would normally connect with them. But then sometimes, you, you know, they don't want to talk about it and that's yeah. their
1: choice. But, I, oh, I don't know. I do think it's nice. Like, I remember, if I didn't want to talk about it, I do remember the people that asked you
0: really, I think there's, yeah, you learn so much about hum, other humans and also the people in your life from from going through something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I remember how every person treated me, yeah, even the ones I reassured. <laughs> but for the most part, everyone was absolutely amazing, and I felt a lot closer to people. Did you have any of that
1: weird, people who don't understand, or...?
0: I had people who didn't really to check in particularly
2: yeah
0: I didn't yeah but for the most part everyone was great because I obviously choose great people (laughs) some people were quite weren't weren't great but for the most part everyone was really good and I remember one of my friends saying that she felt quite privileged to have grown closer to me and the rest of that particular friendship group of ours like yeah people but but the thing is that I I was like the first one. I didn't know anyone else.
1: Oh, really? Which is crazy
0: because he died when I was 27.
1: That is... Which is... (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
0: But no one at the time, and subsequently people have lost parents or their parents are really ill, and I feel like I'm in a phase now where everyone's parents are ill. But at the time, yeah, I was really the only one, so no one really knew what to say. And I also noticed that... I think it's funny if you're a comedian, I don't know if you found this, but you... Have a lot of guilt about bringing a vibe down, and you know how yes, you're basically yes. trained in in making people feel a certain way. Yeah. So if I was in a social context where people were saying, "How's your dad?" or "Are you okay after you died?", I can give them enough information so they think that I'm opening up, but I will spin it at the end and make a joke or something yeah. so people are relaxed. And often I leave feeling fake or like, "Why did, why did I do that?" But then I had this really. A weird experience where a friend of mine... Because normally I kind of made things seem better than they were. Mm. Because I didn't want people to not want to hang out with me or something. And a friend of mine said, how's your dad? And it was bad. It was that summer I mentioned that his treatment had stopped working. And I, I just couldn't be bothered to put a spin on it. So I said, oh, it's not great. Like, his treatment's not working. He's depressed. We're really worried. He's sick all the time. We might have to pay for a different treatment, which will financially ruin us or something. It's really bad. And she was really overwhelmed. And then I said, my parents are going on holiday. I think just to relax, but it's not gonna be nice for them. And she said, I'm really glad they're going on holiday. And I said, okay. And she's like, that's great. And I said, okay, yeah. Um, I think I emphasized it wasn't, but anyway. And then another mutual friend got in touch and said, oh, I heard from so-and-so that your parents are going away. That's great. And that was the thing that got taken away and i was oh like my God. but that for her she doesn't want to she doesn't want me to be in pain she doesn't want my dad to be in pain she doesn't want to spread th- they just want to hear it's not even malicious cuz they're not those no. two i could tell them negative things but they <sighs> that's what they want to hear that's so, incredible and if you say yeah it's really hard my dad died but don't worry i've got loads of support and you know, I'm yeah. really looking after myself. People are
1: like, oh, great. Amy's got loads of support. She's got it's loads really, of support. Cool. it's just really, and yeah. yeah that's, that's really, I find that really interesting because you're right. People just, it's not malicious. It's no. just, like you said, it's overwhelming and their brain just goes, oh, I yeah. don't want my friend to be sad. Her parents are going on holiday. Oh. <sighs> Her parents... And they, yeah. that's a little <laughs> thought that gets rolled up And when I speak to so-and-so. How's Amy?
2: Yeah, yeah parents her are parents are going, going on holiday. holiday. That's, that's great. That's
1: good. That's good they're going away. Yeah, that's nice. That's, that is incredible. And I think I really appreciate that thing you said. I do that all the time. I don't know if you have this. I put such a spin on things. And then I go home <laughs> and I go, why does nobody care? I'm so sad yeah. and no one cares. And you go... You didn't tell anyone. You were sad. You just didn't tell anyone. You literally didn't. Yeah. People asked you. Friends who've known you for 25 yeah. years said, how are you? And you made it sound like you were pretty fucking great. Doing brilliantly. And, and inside you, yeah. you were feeling so sad. And I, I've really um, tried the last couple, last year to not do that. And it is. Oh, really? Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. And yeah. I think it comes from, well, as my therapist will tell you, it, you don't want to be vulnerable yeah, And that, I think that's a big thing with comedians is we don't want to be vulnerable. So we use comedy oh, and laughs to be yeah. like, I'm not vulnerable. Hey, I'm... I'm doing really well. I'm yeah. basically fine. You don't have to worry yeah. about me. I'm not vulnerable. I'm not a, I'm not a that's weak person. Yeah. So all the jokes go over there, which I'm sure must come from my dad dying at 15 as well. Because I remember, you know, trying to tell teenagers, like... Oh, I can't <laughs> it imagine. Was, it was hard at
0: 27. Yeah. I can't imagine.
1: Well, very... I was lucky, I had a couple of friends who got it, yeah. and I had a couple of girls whose dads had died, yeah. so they were the cool ones who'd be like, I know, this is bullshit, yeah. and I know you're, you, you are in pieces, and I'd be yeah. like, yeah, great, but then the other, those friends yeah. you have as a teenager, it very quickly went, I very quickly went, oh, I don't need to be your friend, because they'd just oh. be like,
2: oh, how's your dad, and
1: I'd be like, oh, he's, they said he's dying, oh, oh babe. Are you going to come to Catherine's party? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, I sort of can't because I yeah. sort of am aware of my own mortality now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. I, can't, <laughs> I can't have that bottle of arches anymore. And you just see this face of like, oh, like, I don't get it. Why should they? You know, they were 15. And I wonder a what nice they'd time. be like
0: at 27. Yeah. They might. Yeah. You just I feel like I was always trying to be fun and then I would snap because I remember once I like, oh, gave up drinking yeah. for a bit, and someone was like, Why have you given up drinking? And I was like, Because I go home after a night out and I weep while you sleep. Or <laughs> something like that. And they were like, Okay. But it's just like, I'll be so upbeat. And then I'll just.
1: But I. But that's that I do that. So hard, and it's, it's so hard for people to help you because they're like, But you, seem but you so said fine. you were fine. I actually got a,
0: a bereavement letter from a friend who battles depression. And the whole letter was about. It was a really sweet letter. But it was about how she couldn't believe how upbeat I was for three and a half years. She was like, "You came to parties, you can you She's like, "How?" She was really impressed, but I was like, "Wow, I'm a good actor." Yeah. Like,
1: and then, but that is it's acting. It is. It's, it's acting. just acting. It's, it's, yeah. You're used to pretending to feeling fine. Like we have yeah. the ability, and like you said, I think with our work as well, you can be feeling so awful, and suddenly you have to. Be in front of the camera and Being be funny be funny and, and, and yeah. smiling. So you get very good at switching it off, and the yeah. danger is you get too good at switching it off,
0: and you're even doing it to yourself. Yeah, maybe. I
2: think I so.
0: Also, think for me, it's like wanting to be liked. Yeah. I didn't want to not be invited to Catherine's party. Like I really wanted Catherine <laughs> to invite me, and then I had the weirdest thing after because I'm very like I'm a coper, and my mother's a psychologist. Oh wow! So that's why we talk about feelings a lot, but. Um, and I do like yoga and I I like, the, I like the image of me as just being very self-sufficient and stuff. Yeah. And I'd done most of my dad dying single. Like I dated people but I broke up with someone and I was like doing this. I started dating someone right after he died. And I was really self-conscious that he would not want to go out with someone who was crying. Yeah. <laughs> and it was maybe like three months after. Oh wow. And he was, I honestly think of all the people in the world to pick, like he was the worst person anyone could go out with. And I, I remember him admitting that he knew. And I was like, yeah, it's, but it's fine. And I was like, I'm actually coping really well. I do a lot of yoga. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, I'm really good. And we had this one week that was like, uh, funeral on the Thursday, granddad's funeral, grandma dying on the Monday, dad's more on the Wednesday. And this guy dumped me the next day. Oh, my God. And I remember being like... How we had not been together long at all yeah. it's just not what I needed. But I don't think he, think he did anything wrong. Like I really don't, because I covered it up. Like, and no one else in the world would do something like that. He was a really shitty person, yeah. obviously. But I think I'd been so, I remember saying to him to the weekend before, this is going to be a hard week for me. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I mean, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm really. <laughs> no, I've got three <laughs>
1: funerals and memorial service, yeah. and I'm still My grieving. My grandma's about to die tomorrow, I think.
0: Yeah. Um. And he, I just think I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong, but I I gave the impression of being yeah. so coped that someone didn't even wait a, a day to
1: dump me. And it's really, it's really hard because people like you said people want you to cope and you want to cope you don't want to fall to pieces if you're trying to fake it till you make it you just never quite make it yeah and it's I, I totally get where you're coming from and it it's hard sometimes to admit, oh, I need, I need to be broken. Yeah, I need to fall to pieces for a bit. And it took me, it took me fucking ages to fall to pieces. Because I just was like, no, yeah. no, no. Because I think you think, oh, if I go, I'll never come back from there. So yeah. if I can just keep up the yoga and the snails. Yeah. we'll get through this. And that's sort of good advice if you've broken up with someone. Like, that's sort of like, hey, you yeah. know what? That's great. But when you're grieving, it's sort of, you have to give it the space. And I also think you're in shock. I think three months t- after yeah. you were in shock, especially as your dad had been ill for so long. Just, you know, you've, you've got into that state of like, oh, he's ill and that's what we do. He's yeah, and he's ill. And then to have that change, I think your brain and your body are still going,
0: what? What the hell is going? And also, it's so, so funny, like looking back, I had loads of weird physical things. Like oh, yeah, yeah, Not being able to sleep or I used to grind my teeth so hard in the night, I used to wake up. Wake people. <laughs> <laughs> so many people in my bed constantly really wake. If I was saying I was. I had to have a teeth out or just like, you know, weird things. And then someone would say, a doctor would say, like, oh, have you got anything bad going on? And I'd be like, no, I'm fine. And they'd say, oh, my dad's dad's got terminal cancer, but I'm fine. I mean, I said that to doctors. Oh,
1: God, yeah. Yeah, because these physical things, you just, I think you just it takes your brain a while sometimes to go oh maybe it's because i'm really sad
0: um, we don't i think in the west we don't connect body and mind yeah. so, as much as we should yeah um so you don't really you don't really realize how humans are so funny you just think i was really aware of because i was getting into yoga y stuff mm. and they i remember going to this with this kundalini class and they said um, can you hold someone in your head who needs healing and i was like oh my dad so I'm like holding him in my head and then my brain starts freaking out about, like my brain starts thinking about my root home and I get quite upset and they held my dad in high regard what if he was a homeless person or something I mean it just wouldn't he would not have had this treatment and so and then I remember there was something horrible in the news like an earthquake or something I can't remember what it was but I remember feeling like god my sadness is not that bad but that that thought keeps coming back so I mm. do keep thinking it's not I get, is it that
2: bad or is that not that bad? Do you, think it's, sorry, I'm it's, not being very. No, no,
1: yeah. it's really hard because you feel so sad and you feel you have that big like. Oh, this is so, you know you're sad for yourself. Mm. I'm so sad. Why is this happening to me? And then you read about something else. and You're like, oh, you turn on the news. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Jeez, I'm so yeah. lucky. But I think it's really, I think it's really important to own your own sadness and go. Yeah. You can't, you can't keep comparing Of course, there's this massive scale, yeah. and you know, I'm I meet people. I've, we talked about this before in podcast of like you know, you were 27, I was 15. Mm. So then people go, oh, God, you were 15. Mm. I have a friend who was eight, and I talked to someone the other day, he was one. So there's always this scale. There'll always be somebody worse. worse. And always someone better. But that doesn't take away your pain and how important your pain is and your sadness. I think it's really easy to go, oh, well, I'm so lucky, I shouldn't. uh, Look at all the other people in the world. It's like, yeah, but you feel sad now. My husband's dad passed away when he was about 27. So he's lost both his parents. He's lost both his
0: parents. Which... Is that's worse. He wins. Yeah, and
1: well, it's funny because for years I had like the dead dad trump card, which oh, yeah, we all have. Yeah, yeah. Then his dad died, mm. and we both had it. And then his mum died, and I was like, Oh, oh man, it. I I can't beat this. Yeah. <laughs> you will, now you win everything. He used to say,
0: but I'm a pretty privileged white girl. Like mm. my dad died when I was 27, and that is generally the worst thing that's happened to me. I I do feel like I shouldn't feel that bad about yeah. it, but I also at some level don't feel that bad about it. Like even when. Even when he was in hospital at the end, I was like, we can afford to get taxis anywhere. We can afford to just buy food and we don't... If you had to deal with this while you had no money, you'd be...
1: Or, yeah. like, we had the private health care, like... I was like, it doesn't make you any less sad. It doesn't yeah. make your pain any less easier to deal with because you're, you know, it's still painful. It's just shit. It's still shit.
0: It's still shit. Yeah. And the relationship's are always different as well. Yeah. Like, it depends... Uh, three and a half years of him having treatment, I'd said everything I needed to say to yeah. my dad. People who get a knock on the door from the policeman saying oh, there's been an accident. Yeah. I think that's worse. But then I had three and a half years of not sleeping, grinding my teeth and yeah. weird Kundalini chanting and like <laughs> just being so embarrassing at parties and waking up thinking, I can't believe I've just well, said the I, do,
1: I, I think the behaviour... Even if your fr- like your friends don't go through it or go through it, much. Mm-hmm. like everyone understands eventually. That's what I think. Like even if Just they have you to- wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or thinking because I, I feel like there's a correct way to grieve sometimes, yeah.
0: and you're like, maybe I'm not sad enough. Like that's another anxiety that people yeah. have. I think, like thinking that you're not like I, on the three-year anniversary. I don't think I cried till really late. Um, thought, oh, why am I so? I'm not grieving enough, mm. or. If you because you do benefit as well in some really awful ways. Like I'm much stronger. I think now well, yeah. I feel like able to cope. I'm much like in a lot of ways a better person than before. And you feel guilty about that. It's really. I bought a flat with my inheritance money, and if anyone says anything to me like, "Wow, I can't believe you got a flat," I like slam them immediately <laughs> and feel so sick that I financially benefited.
1: <sighs> but then there there has to when something's so awful, there has to be positives and negatives. Like I just had a baby, and mm. it's amazing, but there's also really shit things yeah. about it and like th- that's for me what I really like the thing about grief is like it it isn't awful all the time, like you said, yeah. you bring the wine to the hospital, you laugh, yeah, yeah. like you laugh after they've gone, like you yeah. get closer to your family, like there's so many other things that come out of it, which it does t- I think it takes time as.
2: I don't
0: think I've ever laughed as much as I did in the hospital the the week my dad died. I also have never felt so loved or loving. And I remember going to sleep thinking, oh, my family around me, this could be the last night, but still feeling really cosy and, like, and I laughed hysterically in his room on his deathbed. We just were laughing a lot, and I was reading... God, I'm really making myself sound like such a wanker, but I was yeah. reading The Prophet by. Oh, go. yeah, yeah. And it was all about like joy and sadness. And I it just thought, this is it. Like, they're so interlinked. Yeah, like, y-
1: they are. And I think, it, again, it's the thing of like not, not feeling bad when you feel okay yeah. when you yeah. are grieving. It's okay to have days where you are happy. And, but I'm, when it first happens, you do feel that guilt and you do yeah. feel like, oh, God, should I be grieving more? And I remember, I think it was his second anniversary, we went out for dinner. And I was really pleased about the outfit I had on. Was it really good? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And I, my brother's girlfriend at the time took the piss out of me. And that's... Oh, for your outfit? Yeah. I felt really good. And I was like, oh, this outfit's so cool. And i got these vintage boots and I look so cool. And then she said something. And it was so easily smashed, like, my feelings. Oh, yeah. That I remember thinking, oh... It's okay to feel good because it's so easy to feel shit. Yeah, you actually those little moments where you are laughing and it's okay. Don't feel guilty about them because they go so fucking quickly. Like, and not and not crying on the day of the anniversary. Like, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it just isn't there anymore. But because you've come from this extreme where you're crying all the time and it's everything's so raw. As that starts to fade and you know real life tucks itself in. It's an adjustment, I think, coming from the raw stage where you just cry all day and you I
0: find that my sadness just hits any time it just oh, hits, God. and like that well, I let go of the anniversary things so I' was thinking like, I'm not gonna force sadness, that feels really weird. Yeah. it's gonna hit me when it hits me, and that's just that and and like every time I think, oh, I should be upset at this point because it's the anniversary, I'm like holding on to the image, but it doesn't really make sense, and then the mm. image just pops up. When
1: it pops up. I think the anniversary is a, a really nice excuse to get together with yeah, family. Yeah, That's really what they are. And sometimes you really cry mm. and sometimes you don't at all and it's like a really normal day. And, or do you find if you see someone who looks like him, yeah. I think especially because there are old men around,
2: aren't there? Oh, there are a lot
1: of old <laughs>
0: men. Old men, like my dad used to dress in like pretty standard clothes, like <laughs> a suit. I just a scarf and a coat and I'll just see a man shuffling in the walk and it just hits you but I think I also miss when you it's sort of the same the breakup but they still exist when you lose someone you love who loved you you still love them but they don't love you anymore and it's like that's the weirdest feeling of he just doesn't love me anymore I've lost that and I miss the way my dad made me feel a lot as well as everything about him I like If anything happens in my career, I want to tell him. And he was more excited than my mum or brother could ever be because they weren't... They didn't want that career for themselves, secretly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So they are so happy for me, but he would be more happy for me and a bit annoying about it. And he would also get really angry on my behalf a lot. So, like, if um, a train was messed up and, like, there was a big delay, I would call my dad for the sympathy. And I miss that (laughs) so much, no-one cares, if like my like I'm with EE and they're really bad (laughs) like the worst customer service, the worst everything and no one gets upset about the way EE is treating me as much (laughs) as my dad would have. Would he have got really would have gone mad and he'd have possibly written an article about how shitty they were. Oh nice. Well no, because (laughs) like it's not that doesn't make for good yeah, good journalism, but <laughs> like, you miss the way that that, what that, that impact that yeah, person had on yeah. your life and that creeps up.
1: Because it will always be there that he yeah. cared that much. That's all you can do is carry that with you.
0: Yeah, and remember it like me. Because me and my mum and brother meet up every once a week, yeah. so we see each other a lot and we are a lot of the time like, remembering, even laughingly, like, yeah. the, the weird things
1: that, that he would do. That's nice that you have that yeah. closeness with them. I think that's really important, to have people who can remember. I found this really surprised me,
0: because you're from a family of four, right? Yeah. It's a weird adjustment. The first time we went for dinner, as a three, and there's a missing, just an yeah. empty chair. Yeah. But then the dynamic shifts. So I, I realised, like, I don't want to be in a three, but if I had to be in a three, it would be with those two. Because, yeah. like, my dad, he's very witty but he wasn't that silly, whereas me, my mum and brother will, like, end up bundling sometimes yeah. or just, like, <laughs> lose it over nothing. And the first Christmas, we went away and um, just to kind of not have a normal Christmas. And he, and uh, we went to this... We found this, like, deserted play park after a walk I ended up going on the swings together. And I was on the swings with my brother and my mum was on this, like, bouncy... You know this, <laughs> like, rides that are, like, on the ground in, yeah, like, a spring? Yeah. She's yeah. like... <laughs> 60-something old woman on this. I've never laughed so much ever as with those two. Then. And I remember thinking, I wouldn't have done that with my dad. Yeah. Like, he would have just not enjoyed it. So, and as a three, we're, we're very... We've just got our own relationship. And when you lose someone, it it shifts. But it's not always negative. It is a nice three. Like, I'd rather be in a four... The three is lovely as well. Yeah,
1: no, uh, t- totally. Like, the, the shift from four to three is really strange. But then I also think, because I have a very similar relationship that my mum and my brother, we're very stupid together. <laughs> yeah. And I think also because you've been through something so awful yeah. and you've survived it and you've somehow got through... Why not fucking get on the spring and yeah. be stupid? Because you've just, look, my mum always goes, well, if you don't laugh, you cry. And so it became this thing of like, well, let's just laugh then. Let's That's just, so nice. Let's just be very, very silly. Oh, she became very silly That's and has amazing. continued to be very silly.
0: I think my dad, like, moderated us a bit. Like, his catchphrase was, oh, my family are so weird. <laughs> and like, I remember once we hid my mum under a blanket and we're like, dad, we've lost mum. Where's she gone? And he's like, I'm not coming through, I don't care. We're like, we're really worried, can't find her. He like swam through and saw her like shaking under a rug. And it's like, and we knew, oh, this is so weird, but we don't have that person anymore to yeah, be like, yeah. why have you hidden your mum under a rug? <laughs> and like, I don't know. She was always silly. She you find, like, my mum started treating herself more. Yes. And oh I feel my like, because I'm judgy about, buying things as i said yeah. and I, i'd be like oh another handbag she'd yeah. be like do you know what yeah dad that. just died <laughs> yeah. and i'm buying a fucking handbag <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. my like buying yeah. this
1: jewelry oh. like, not like super expensive but just yeah. like a nice ring i'd be like oh that's new uh well oh, yeah, i'm gonna treat myself actually yeah. actually i am gonna treat myself I'm like yeah. okay that's yeah all right that's and fine. like holidays people invite oh, my mum on holiday
0: yeah. a lot she's great she's got a very busy social life yeah you know, just another
1: holiday. It's an, um, Oscar Wilde quote which I always say to my mum, which I think it's in important to be honest, but they say uh, her hair her hair turned quite gold with grief and my Ooh. mum literally went blonde after Really? <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, that's my mum. Like she went blonde, she started yeah, she was always quite trendy, but she just she was like, Fuck it. You've got yeah. Fuck it. Why not? You've been through so much shit. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's what well, I think maybe we're we're more hung up about like oh the correct oh way and the yeah, guilt yeah, yeah. and my mum was like nah like life's too short like which I think is an important lesson to remember you might as well enjoy it definitely is on that note <laughs> I should finish the podcast Have we really got, are we? no but I could keep going okay, I know it's... Amy Hoggett thank you so much for talking to me about your dad
2: Simon you can follow Amy on Twitter at Amy underscore Hoggart. And for more info on pancreatic cancer, you can go to the pcrf.org.uk or pancreaticcancer.org.uk. Thank
1: you for listening to GriefCast. I've been Cariad Lloyd. You can find me on Twitter at Lady or you can tweet at thegriefcast or email me thegriefcast at gmail.com. Music is provided by The Glue Ensemble, and you can find them at theglueensemble.com. Thank you for listening.